Welcome to the show for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Life 65, iHeartRadio, Chicago's own, I Do What I Want, available on all platforms, the newest single, it's blown up. It's been a, a long work in progress, but this is a yeah. testament to if you keep pushing the right track, it'll That's do wonders fact. for your career. But welcome to the show, everything that you have go- going on. Congratulations. <laughs> you, got the own, you got your own wing spot. We're going to get into the restaurant and everything, but welcome to the show. How's everything going? Everything's going good, man. Just stay grinding and working. I got to stay busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, exactly. You're right about that. Are you, you, are you, you can't be in New York right now. It's sunny in the background, right? You're... Actually, I am in New York, but I'm in, up, I'm top. I'm in Syracuse. Oh, okay. So you're in up by, by Syracuse. Cause that's where you yes. run the re- restaurant. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's probably, yeah. I know where I am in Connecticut, the sun's it, it's down. It's by now. down. Yeah. You know, like it take like our sun goes down, like, like, after 8.30. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you get the the extra time there, which is needed. But congratulations on everything. Just, uh, I, I mean, I mentioned the, the wing spot that you have right now, Trap Wings and more. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that. It's out in Syracuse. You're distributing it to all the college kids. You deliver it to all of them because it's a college town, of course, at the university right there. 5 yes. a.m. has been your latest delivery, I heard. 5 a.m. and it keeps going like we're busy right now like seriously <laughs> <laughs> today wing wednesday so they get their half off on their wings so they want their wings yeah of course and i wish they would they had a someone like you or even if you were near queens when i was at st john's because the food on that campus stinks so <laughs> <laughs> i wish they actually had some real food there so it would have been nice to have you around but what made you want to get into the restaurant business what kind of what kind of inspired that what sparked that I mean I come from a family that cooks you know what I'm saying like my grandmother and my mom rest in peace and we come from a family that cook even when I was young my mom and my, my parents worked a lot so I had to I was the woman of the house so my mom wasn't there so I had to take care of my brothers so you know I had to learn how to cook so and you did, and look how far you come. How difficult was it to get in this spot open? Was it difficult at all? No, I just yeah. started it, you know what I'm saying? And then being in the city, like you said, where I'm from, it's a lot of college students. You know, college students, they order food all day long. Their parents are not here, so, you know, and when I leave the club, I want to eat. And it's the only thing that's open is, like, McDonald's and stuff like that and Taco Bell. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't. Yeah, McDonald's don't is crap. That. You need something better yeah. than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what's better than wings? Who don't yeah. want wings? I and mean, even if you get people that don't eat chicken, we still got good fries. You know what I'm saying? So it's good. Exactly. Because I've heard you say it before. People, when they leave the club, they want to have wings and burgers. Those are the best exactly. things. Like, I want to eat. But you know what? I never really heard too many people that really want burgers. But they will rather eat wings instead of burgers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's something about the sauce. And you're making different kinds that no one's ever had before as far as flavor goes. It's extra crispy. And you're yes. even starting to get into the homemade pizza. Is that right? Yes. But you know what? we do Because like I said, we cook in our household, period. So the pizza we we learn here is like, it's so, it's, it's, it's common. So we don't, we did it, but we don't want to do pizza now. So we're going to do, we're going to do fried ribs. Um, we're going to do like hoagie sandwiches because I'm originally from Chicago. So we That's sandwich, right. all day, you know what I'm saying? So sandwiches would be another thing that, that would sell completely. So I'm all about like what sell, like I know what people would buy. You know what I mean? You're originally from Chicago, as you mentioned before, and then 
Texas raised you because you went out to Texas. Texas. Yep. Yep. I did move to Texas. That's why I got my gun looks. Yeah. <laughs> Always representing. And it just, I remember you were out there during the time when Pimp C passed away. I was, uh, rest in peace, Pimp C. Um, we had the same publicist. Shout out to Lisa Jackson. Um, it, it was a sad moment for Texas. You know, it was, that was like our, that was our momentum in Texas. You know what I mean? He kept it real. He, he just, you know, even though I was in San Antonio, and he was from Port Arthur, which is, you know, they kind of considered that still like the Houston vibe, you know, it still gave us everything to look forward to. Like Pimp C was just like, it was, he was like our people's champ, you know what I'm saying? So rest in peace. Icon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. UGK, legendary, but yes. early on from your influences, MC Light, Queen Latifah, those are the yeah. two main ones right there. You can't go wrong with them. I wish we had more female MCs like them today. I know it's it's the, the sound is so different from then. I'm it's not gonna so I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. get into it because people say I sound like a hater, but I'm not gonna yeah. even, <laughs> I'm not gonna even get into it. So yeah, but your first album, as far as a group goes, was straight out of Compton, and you hid this under your mattress, and your father found it. Oh my gosh! How did you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> I did my research. That's, okay, yeah, good job. Yes, uh, we couldn't listen to rap in the house. Um, we grew up in a family. My dad played a lot of jazz, blues, because he was a DJ back in the day. And right. my oldest brother was the one who introduced me to NWA. So he picked us up from school one day, and he was bumping it. And I mean, they was vulgar with it. You know how NWA, if you're an NWA fan. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yo, this shit is different. They don't care what they say. Like, what's going on? I'm like, who is that? He's like, that's NWA. He just bumping it. So I stole the tape from my brother. Bro, if you see this, I'm sorry. Um, I stole the tape from my brother. He knows now. Um, and when I stole the tape, I hid it under my mattress because I knew we couldn't listen to rap music. And at the time we had, I had a Walkman. So I would listen to the music as I'm getting ready for school. And my dad noticed I would never like, you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. So I don't know how he found it, but he found it and he got rid of the tape. And I found, I found out that he found it and I went and bought me another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. you, had to, you had to sneak the second one in there. Yeah, I had to sneak the second one. I had to put it in in a different hiding space. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. That's a classic. I think that's one of the most groundbreaking. It's probably the most groundbreaking hip hop album of all time because it broke the barrier just yes, so much with the West Coast hip hop scene and just gangster rap. If you think took about all it. That, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. What what song did, did you enjoy most off of Straight Out of Compton? I'm I'm a I'm gonna have to say, um, Straight, straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton, the original one. The way they came out, the way it was, and then like my favorite of the group was Easy E. I don't yeah, care same. what nobody say, Easy E was my favorite. And you know, even when Easy E was, you know, trying to be on his, you know, his um solo shit. Easy does it. Yeah, Easy does it. So you know, that was my favorite right there. You know, so yeah, that was my favorite right there. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have that whole because he had all the money to put up studio time. If you think about it, all the way from Eminem to 50 Cent, that may not have happened in alignment if it wasn't for him. And I think, you know, that's what inspired me to be a boss, like, you know, do things differently and come in a game different. You know what I mean? As an entrepreneur, because 
that's how he did it. You know what I mean? He didn't rap. Everybody knew Easy E didn't rap. You know what I'm saying? So, but he handled the business part, you know, regardless of what everybody say behind it. We don't know the truth. He's dead and gone. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, shout out to Easy E. Rest in peace, man. Like, I feel like, you know, nobody would knew who NWA was if he didn't take that chance on him. You feel me? Exactly. And it definitely it's groundbreaking and he's an icon in its own right. I don't care what anyone says. Like you said, there's criticism there with the ghost, right. And all that, but yeah, it's solidified. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but your other musical background, because you mentioned your father was a DJ. Did you ever practice on his turntables? Did you get, did he get you on there at all? Or No, I didn't do the, I didn't do the turntables. I didn't do the turntables, but I knew, um, I did listen to the music. My dad, we was the family that throw all the parties, you know, the repasses of my family passed away. My dad was always an entertainer. So he would wake me up out my sleep like, hey, you know, you know, because my real name is April. Come show them how to step. My daughter can step and she only seven, nine years old. So he always kept me like, you know, uplifted and stuff like that. So, And your grandma was someone that taught you a lot about life. And she was also she did some back backup singing, too. Yes, she did, um, which was his mom. Rest in peace, my grandma Louise. I'm her namesake. Um, when I was when I was young, you know, back then, she um, she worked for a Jew joint, and her, she was best friends with Coco Taylor. She was a blues singer. You know, if y'all know today, you know. But, you know, I, I've seen a lot of groups that's big now to this day, and some of them, you know, old, dying off, but whatever. But I've seen that growing up, and I was a kid at the Jew joint. You know, back in the day, you can go to the juke joint as long as you stay behind the bar and you're not drinking. Everything is fine. But, yeah, she took me to the juke joint with her and my grandmother used to sing back up for some of these groups. Used to be a ghostwriter for some of these groups. And and she always had her own thing going on. She never really wanted the spotlight. She never wanted the spotlight. So I got a lot of that from from her. So You can't forget about your cousin, Greg, too. He wrote the theme song for Martin. Yo, you did joke yeah. homework. <laughs> real <laughs> yes shout out to greg, greg. Corrett, the theme song for martin and he was also a bass player for dancing, dancing with, with the stars, stars. Mm-hmm. yes yes so our family got a lot of musical background yeah oh, oh for sure and because i did learn about this because you you were in the music since you you were very young but yes. you also got into doing some nursing so what made you want to stop pursuing the medical field at that point and then switch over to music I mean, you know, at some point in time, you got to know when your time is up on everything. You know, you be inspired about doing it. And then after a while, it's like you don't love it no more. So, you know, and I sat back and I dwelled on it. I prayed about it and I just knew it didn't make me happy no more. So I'm like, you know, God, if it's something else you want me to do, let me know. And I would dream about me being on the stage. This is ever since I was a kid when I was doing talent shows. I would dream about me being on stage. I would dream about all the jewels. I would dream about me riding in cars. And and I just I just knew when it was time the time was up, I said, okay, if this is what you want me to do, I'm gonna step out on faith. And I stepped out on faith. So and you did. What point was it to what stage? Because I think you're doing the carousel I heard about. You got the opportunity to open up down there. I think was that in Florida I heard about. So what what was the point that you were just so relieved that you took that leap of faith? It's like, yes, I, I quit my job as a nurse. What was that? that moment for What's you with you when I had transitioned from Texas to I went to Atlanta mm-hmm. and I was actually going to keep working and you know of course because you can't do 
I ain't gonna say you can't do nothing, but you got to make sure you got some type of income coming in. So, um, I was going to transfer and the transfer went wrong. Like it was completely wrong and it shouldn't have been like that. And I'm like, yo, this is like crazy. Like I'm trying to figure this out. Like how did it just, you know, just go like this? And I say, you know what? Maybe this is a sign. Let me just step out on faith and do this music full time. And here I am now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look how much progress that you've made and everything that you've done, because I think early on in your career, Rampage, the last Boy Scout from Flip Mode, he discovered you because you were promoting your music on Twitter. Yep. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, he's a real and one. It, um, it took me a long time to learn Twitter. This is before Instagram and anything else. And it took me a long time and I was, it was probably about late because everybody used to be on Twitter like four in the morning, five in the morning. And I was promoting it. And he clicked on the link because it was actually a SoundCloud link at the time. And he clicked on it. He was in the studio and he was like, yo, give me a call. And I'm like, when? He was like, right now. At this time, it was about six in the morning. And when I called him, he literally rap everything verbatim the verse that he liked and he's like yo i don't care what year or what time you come out with that song that's an anthem like just keep pushing it blogs radio blogs radio that's how it has to be and he helped me out we did the blogs we did we did that and and here i am do you have a feature with him no i don't i don't i don't have no features with anybody right now but they coming up though Oh yeah, who's someone that you can reveal, if you can? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. But it, it's gonna be. It's. I won't say it's gonna be shocking. I think everybody kind of pretty much knew. You know, if you follow me, you a fan. You could pretty much see what's going on. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. not. It's coincidence. Yeah. No. In Boss Tribe Entertainment, this is all about a women's movement pretty much because it, it women go through a lot in the industry and you're, and you're seeing it right now, just the power of, of women because they're running hip hop right now. Exactly. And you know, it's a matter of time and shout out to all my women that's doing it because like I said, it's not easy at all. It's not easy. And you know, and we grinding a lot harder and it's about time that they recognize that our grind is some serious, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to all the women in hip hop. I love it. I love it. I, I do have to ask you this because you're someone that wants to bring the real back. You're not with the antics. No. How do you vibe in these clubs? Because I, I, anytime I'm invited to these events, I start hearing the new, because I support it, but I just can't get down with it. I'm stuck in 2005 and I like all nineties hip hop and R and B. So I can't, I, I really don't get some of the new music. So how do you adjust to the club scene with all this new music that's going on? I mean, if I'll be honest with you, let's keep it real. If 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 a person listens to something every day, you come accustomed to it. So you know what I'm saying? So when you're in a club and then you having a good time and you drinking, you know, you hear a fire beat. I don't care what they say at the point. You know what I'm saying? Like the and I'm tipsy and you know, we just vibing, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm gonna keep it 100. Like it yeah. is what it is. 
No, it, it's true. But you're on the way to wanting to bring the real music back. And some of your influences besides MC Light and Queen Latifah, like, like we mentioned before, you like Prince and Stephanie Mills. Those are... Okay. Of course, of course. They're my favorites right there. Yeah. Yes. Prince's his discography is like long. He's got a oh big goodness. time discography. I was looking at it the other day. Matter of fact, I've heard songs actually because, like I said, my dad used to be a DJ back in the day. And I'm my dad's favorite. Everybody know I'm the only girl. <laughs> and he let me listen to a song that was unreleased from Prince. Wow. Unreleased from Prince. I'm like, who? He was like, who is that? And I heard the voice, of course, because one of my favorite artists. I said, that's Prince. He was like, have you ever heard that song? I said, of course not. He's like, yeah, I got it. It was never released because, you know, of course, he was with a different management or whatever at the time. But my dad has music from Prince that was unreleased. Wow. Yeah. That's big time. And Prince, he's just a genius, just to everything, that, the way that he maneuvered in the industry with the symbol, just everything, his techniques with album releases. Because I know Michael Jackson is the influence, but are you more of a Prince person than Michael Jackson? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm both, but I'm going to have to say Prince because Prince was more, he was more artistic artistic yes and he didn't care what nobody thought i michael jackson was pushed but thank god he had the gift when he was pushed prince didn't play no games about his i've seen a clip where he actually put out the label executive because they wanted him to do something a certain way he was like look get out my session let me do me you know what i'm saying and and i love that about prince i just love that about him no, he, sometimes he's definitely let artists artists you know what i mean because you don't, you're not going to know what they can do if you don't let them do what they do. You know what I mean? What, what's your top Prince album of all time? I'm going to have to say Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Yeah, that's the classic. Purple Rain, Purple Rain is my favorite. I used to watch that movie every single day <laughs> when I was from school. And, you know, my aunt, she used to wear, like, back in the day, the little, the Jerry curl. Oh, yeah. I used to call her Purple Rain. That's how much <laughs> I loved him. I used to call her Purple Rain. Yep. Classic, iconic right there. I'd say for me, I think Emancipation next to Purple Rain. I like Emancipation a lot. Emancipation was good too. It was. That's when he really found, found, found himself. And I would say found himself more like in a spiritual, spiritual world. You know what I'm saying? When he came out with Emancipation, but that was a good one too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And just maneuvering throughout the scenes now. So what's something that New York has taught you now that you've been you you were born in Chicago. You were out there for some time there. You went out to Texas, recorded in Houston. We'll get to Houston with I Do What I Want because that's where the recording process came together. But And then you were in ATL, so you've been around. So what's New York taught you about the game? You can't, you got to, you got to hustle. You mm-hmm. got to hustle. And, and it is all about being in the right place at the right time, being around the right people. You know, I'm not knocking the cities I've been in. It's New York is more authentic to me. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, everybody riding each other wave. Everybody got their own thing going on. So New York has really taught me like the hustle, like keep going. You know what I'm saying? And that was pretty much the difference with New York. That's why I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do what I want. This is the big record right here. You went to the studio with the producer and he was creating the beats from scratch and you already had it written already. 
And and then you're like, oh, I got something for it. And when he heard about it, he heard what you had. He was like, let's go the next morning. Yeah. And and then you guys recorded it. Is it true that he didn't want to work with female artists at the time? Where he was like, no, um, I don't want to work with female artists. I had a bad experience with a female artist and this and this and that. So um, we was actually at my friend's house and he would he came with his laptop like he's like really like he drowned out everything. He didn't care about what was going on. And he played the beat. And I was like, yo, what you going to do with that? And he and he was, he was like, well, I'm making I said, you making that from scratch? He was like, yeah. And I started rapping and it blew him away. And he was like, that's you wrote that. I'm like, yeah, like I keep I got a catalog. And he was like, yo, that's crazy. And he was like, let's go to the studio tomorrow. So he set it up for Rapalot Studio. We went to Rapalot Studio and we laid it down. And there you have it. 2016, you were still, this is when you released the first mixtape, but you were still in your CD wave before a whole yes. digital came about. You still had to learn the game and how yes. everything is transitioned to the current times. Do you think that CDs and digital copies, the old, the old school way of do, doing things can still work? nowadays do you think it still works in a way i mean it can you know because at the end of the day what you can't take from the game you still got to do the footwork and cds was a lot of the footwork you know we were into gas stations you know you know some of them we might gave away but some we sold the people that really support you but either way we got it out you know what i'm saying so i still think that's still sufficient today like i really do they just like Master P was doing it, selling the CDs out yeah. of his car. Yeah. Car, uh, because I was in Texas. So, you know, um, chameleonaire, like, you know, Slim Thug, they they became millionaires off selling their CDs out the trunk, you know. So at that time, I'm like, yo, that's what I'm trying to do. We we made it happen. Exactly. The offers have been coming through for for deals, but you're still independent. Do you feel as though that you're gonna sign to a label soon or the, the right deal still? It's not there yet. I mean, it's it's it, it got to make sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm an artist. Like, I I like to do business the right way. I don't want to, you know, I, I want to make sure everybody eat, nobody get messed over, especially not me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to make sense. If if I don't eat, my team don't eat. You know what I'm saying? I want everybody to eat. So, you know, it's just got to make sense. You know what I mean? How about visuals? Are you working on some visuals? I do yes. what I want. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on visuals because actually I do what I want was created around uh, COVID when I okay yeah and you there was no no one was doing videos at that time yeah nobody was doing videos I mean I was still grinding even though when everybody was in the house you know Atlanta was still pretty much open so you know I was still doing my thing we dropped it Um, it was kind of hard but I was still pushing it I was still doing shows still grinding and you know now here we are. So many years later, it's time to revamp it. You know what I mean? So that's what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's fire. What's going to be the the follow-up now? Because I know people are, you know, the era that we live in now. So what's going to be the follow-up to I Do What I Want? We got a single called Everything Big. Everything Big is, is, is definitely something different. It's definitely different. Anything I do is different. You know, whatever I hear is, that's what I feel like need to be, need to be out. Um, I got a whole catalog. You know, of course, I'm from Chicago. I'm not too much big on a drill, but of course, we got to keep up with the wave just for, you know what I'm saying, for a little bit. But, you know, still be authentic in the same way. But, you know, we got some, we got some hits coming out. Yeah. No, you do. 
yeah. I believe it for, from what I've heard and just your background and the music that you listen to it. We need yeah. more artists like you because a lot of them are, they do stuff that for trends, it's not, and, and you see, can I'm tell. Trends and doing all that, you know what I'm saying? So definitely when they, when they get a whiff of this win, they gonna, they gonna know what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they will. I wanted to touch on this because you talk about timing is everything. When did you accept that? You just have to wait until it's your time. You have to be patient and stay focused because that's something that you preach a lot. Um, I noticed that when I went to, when I moved to Atlanta, you know, everybody, you know, doing the same thing. It's okay, but somebody got to be original. You know what I'm saying? And I stepped back and I had, you know, one thing about me, I like to sit back and see, okay, what can I do different? What am I doing wrong? I got to criticize myself first. And that's what I did. And I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I don't like to follow people. You know what I'm saying? So if I feel like you're a person that's still, you know, you're doing this to do that, let me go start my own thing. You know what I'm saying? So I had to sit back and just, you know, be patient and wait for my turn. And I knew it was eventually going to happen because like I said, I've been dreaming about it since I was a kid. So, you know, all I did was sit back, got a, got a chance to learn me, learn what I want first as a person. And then that it just all fell in place It fell in place. And you do a lot of praying and just meditation and, and yeah. you like taking walks by the water. I heard. Yes. I love water. I love yeah. it. Now, look, I like to be by the water, but I don't like to swim in water. Yeah. No, I can't swim. I'll swim. That'll be. Yeah. <laughs> I can't you, must, you must be from you must be from the East Coast Midwest because we don't <laughs> <laughs> we don't mess with water at all, man. Like no, no, no. That's one of my biggest fears is drowning. Yeah, that's that's bad. Yeah, I <laughs> like, can't so swim. People have been trying to get me to go on like cruises, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to be in that water all that time. No, no. We watch Titanic. You seen Titanic? Yeah, I've seen that. And this shit just happened with the submarine trying to go watch. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, no. Only bad things come when you're on when you're on the ocean. I'm telling There's you, there's no way. Like you, you have no chance of survival. No, I don't have no chance of no survival. I barely start getting used to flying. I fly a lot, and I still get nervous. Yeah, I have a fear of flights too. I'm the yes, same way. Still, like once that turbulence, that turbulence hit different. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. turbulence, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> exactly. And if you have a life jacket, say if the, the boat does go down, what are you going to eat? get eaten by sharks? You know, it's. Yeah, you have no chance. <laughs> yeah. no chance. And then how, and the water's freezing. And oh, then yeah. it's salt. So how long you think you're going to survive before somebody find out? You're not. No. You have no chance. Nope. Hyperthermia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you just have no chance. And then if you, if you fall out the sky, if you're in a plane, you know, the air, you're going to die before you even hit the water. So it's yeah. like, there's no point. No. <laughs> I do want to talk about this because th this goes hand in hand with manifestation, I believe, because you've been in the same rooms as some of the people that you had up on your walls when yeah. you were younger. So who are some people that you had on your walls that you eventually got to be in the same room? At? Uh, Buster Rhymes, mm. um, Capone from Noriega. Mm. Um, I've been on Keith Sweat. Oh my God. Oh. And, and, you know, it's most people like, I I don't get starstruck at all. You know, I still look at everybody as, you know, regular people, 
But um, Keith Sweat, because I, I as a young girl, and I, when I listen to Keith Sweat, I'm like, what did I have any business listening to Keith Sweat when I was a little girl? But it was just something about him. And when I met him personally in his home, I was kind of starstruck. Um, so, yeah, Keith Sweat, um, Smokey Robinson, the oh, Manhattans, wow. um, Earth, Wind & Fire. Shout out to um, Mr. Thomas Lockett from the, um, the group back in the day called Slave. They're the ones that really originally wrote the song "Just the Touch" that Keith Sweat actually. Okay, did. yeah, the, the, I think that was on his self-titled album. That was on his self. Yeah. Yep. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, and I've got all these people number in my phone. You know, if I need anything, they'll help me. But you know, I'm the type of person I don't ask nobody for nothing. You know, I like to do it on my own. That's big time. Have any of them invited you out to any performances at all? Yes, all the time. Shout wow. out to my boy Jay Active. Um, if anybody knows, he's one of the hottest, biggest DJs out in Philly. He's Janet Jackson DJ, Patti LaBelle DJ, um, Diddy DJ. Like he, he DJs for the BET Awards. Like he's, you know what I'm saying? He's, he had me open up for uh, Slick Rick. And that's crazy because I love Slick Rick. And wow. I gotta oh, you got to get into this. Tell me how, how it was opening up for him. The greatest. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. And to be honest with you. Because we, you know, not too many people know about, so especially the new age. Oh, no, so, forget about it. The 80s, they can't even handle the 90s. The 80s is a foreign language. Can, you know? <laughs> so when I was on, of course, like I was the first act, of course. And like nobody was like down on the floor, right? So when they introduced me, I went out there and I did my thing. Like literally, I have a video where my assistant does. People were coming down off the balcony just coming down like all the women and they were putting their phones up like I just set it off like I'm the one that actually opened up and brought the crowd in front like literally literally yeah that's that's major that you opened up for him that's an that's an icon right there the greatest yeah, storyteller was, in rap met his wife you know um we chopped it up very cool lady you know what I'm saying and you know that's what you need as an artist a team you know we met his wife she was really really cool they offered us food we didn't take it but you know very very cool shout out to Slate Rick man yeah shout out to him icon yeah. for sure have you had the yeah. chance to perform with the Apollo at all any opportunity no not at the Apollo that was always a dream you know back in the day when Apollo when they was coming on because see you know like I sing as well a lot of people don't know that but if you're a fan you will know um, but yeah, I've already took pictures in front of the Apollo, but I never performed at the Apollo. Coming soon. What are, what are some of the major goals that you're looking to achieve next for yourself? Man, big time, the big leagues, Madison square, you know what I'm saying? Um, Apollo, you know, um, and the Freeman Coliseums, like all the AT&T centers, we trying to do the, the, the Philly Mets, yeah, like all that. I'm trying to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> rolling loud. I know rolling, rolling loud, loud is the, yes. the new rolling thing loud, that we're going through. Uh, the summer jam, like anything you can think of, I know I'll be on there. Yeah. I do what I want. We, we got to get into this record. I We know how it came about, the, sto- the creating process, but what was the story that sparked you to write this song? I mean, of course, you know, I'm a very attractive woman. And, you know, I was in a relationship for a little while and, um, you know, I do what I want was mostly inspired about, you know, women who are bosses and you come around these, you know, these 
these men that just think they could just, you know what I'm saying? Like have their way. Like, no, it's it's not like that. I'm a boss. Like you gotta, you gotta come correct when you step to me. I don't know how you step to everybody else. So your mother, you kiss your mother like that. So I do what I want was more like, you know, like a, like a anthem for women, like women like us that, that can't have that voice and scared to say something. I got women right now scared to say something in a relationship. So I speak through the music and even like sometimes I, I even have like my friends that are married and they husbands be like, yo, she bump it every day. And, and I didn't like it at first until I actually really heard. It. And it's like, yo, you know, how can you be mad at that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. No, you're right about that. And it's difficult with the relationships in the industry. You hear it all about it. And, and you mentioned just there that you have friends in relationship that can't speak out about it. Yes, Exactly. You know, and even my ex, he's like, yo, you wrote that song about me? I'm like, no, it had nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it was more of an inspiration, you know what I mean? So, you know, you get artists like sometimes all the time, they be married in their relationships. A lot of people don't know, but you give, you want to be an inspiration to the, the next female coming up behind you or the next little girl growing up behind you. So it's more inspirational record, you know what I'm saying? So, How do you plan on expanding Boss Tribe from here? Signing more female artists and more authentic female artists. That's, you know, that's what I want to bring back. Female artists that's not, you know, not scared to be authentic, original, you know, doing what everybody else loves to do. I know it's a lot of artists. I've ran to a lot of female artists to this day that I know, like myself, should have been signed a long time ago. But and I also had to learn, like, being signed don't validate you. So I had to, you know, you just got to keep pushing and keep moving. And once you keep pushing and moving and you don't give up, the right person to come along. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happened to me. You said it before in the past that once these artists, they think they've made it, you've made it once you sign these big deals, but you have, it's a loan. You got to get to work. You got to put these records, make these hit records. Look at this, at that point, it's double time, triple time. Yeah. It's over time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you got to get to work. It that it just don't stop there. And then only that, knowing that that loan is a loan, and you got to know how to manage that money and not go out like you. Basically, you just got to be a, a entrepreneur all the way around the board. Those are the ones who really makes careers out of this. Just you can't be a, a rapper, just a rapper or an artist, and have a career. You have to be an entrepreneur. You have to have other things going on. You know, the label is just the start of it. You know, of course, they're the ones with the machine and the bag. So, you know, they give you the bag and they the machine behind it. You got to do good by it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I did want to know the name behind your artist name. How, how did you get that? My brother, my baby brother. <laughs> shout out to my baby brother. He gave me that name because at the time... um, I was running around doing shows. I had opened up for Lil Wayne, Jim Jones, Jeezy. We was at the Freeman Coliseum, Party Boys. And I didn't even have a name. I was having people come up to me um, like, oh, my God, that's the girl that rapped. At the time, it was Shine On Entertainment. Shout out to Shine On Entertainment. And they were like, that's the girl that rapped with Shine On. So I didn't have a name. That's all they they introduced me as. So I'm like, bro, I I need a name. Like, Because at first it was Queen A, because my name's April. And I was like, I need a name. He was like, boss lady. He was like, no, nah, that's too cliche. I'm like, why boss lady? He was like, you a boss. Like, look at you. You're driving the Benz. You got your own house. And you only 20-something years old. Like, you a boss. And he was like, just spelling different. B-O-Z-Z. I said, okay. Let me do that. Let me do that. So that's how we came up with the name. 
Oh, it's fire. Just getting to know the backstory. I like learning about artists back because that's your character. If you think about it, it's yeah, who you, it represents who you story. are. Yeah, yeah, it's a story. Yeah. Your story always leads up until your endings. So, you know what I'm saying? Because you're an entrepreneur, you got your own wing restaurant. You got your own label. What are some other ventures that you're looking into? Because I know you want to, you're all about generational wealth. I think you've talked about opening up some schools in Chicago. I think some doing some things in that lane. Schools, um, getting jobs for people, you know, that can't get jobs, of course, if they out of jail and they got records, you know, um, real estate as well. I'm actually in one of the houses that we actually, it's a big house, first house built on a block, to wow. be honest. Old house is really big. You know, um, you know, just recreating things that need to be that that's important. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my goal. That's my goal. Boss lady, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know that we didn't cover here tonight? Anything else that you want to touch on? Um, I would say, you know, just keep an eye out on, you know, the single, um, all the revamps that we about to do. Just make sure y'all keep following I want to shout out BBE Entertainment, my boy Goose, Best Broker Entertainment. You know what it is. Papa Zoe Management, um, Boss Tribe Entertainment, my whole squad, man. Like, we got to we gotta make sure, you know, shout them out and show love because we on the way. Shout out to them, too. They really did a lot of promo for the show as well. I saw they all posted the flyers oh, yeah. with the store. They went heavy on it. So, yeah, shout out to you have a real supportive team. That, that's what you need. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's and that's what you need. That's what a lot of artists be missing. That's the number one important a team. I don't care if it if it's one or two people. As long as those one or two people know their position and do whatever they need to do, they'll be fine. And, and they got to be real too, because if you could have a team that works against you, and yeah, um, I mean, of course, well, I've had people that started out and they fell off, but you know, that's the name of the game. Everybody yeah. built for this. You know, everybody not built for it, so. Yeah, exactly. You got to get rid of the snakes and the people that just aren't meant to be That's there. That's the only way you can elevate. You got to lose weight to elevate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, boss lady, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank You're you always have. welcome. I, I do what I want available right now on all platforms. I have it in my rotation on Mad Max Radio Live 365. Go check it out on there. Shout out to El Nice, too, for connecting us and getting this yeah. set up. L nice man, yeah, for real. L boogie, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him, and, and anytime you're you're always welcome back on. I'm sure you're going to be releasing. Yeah, we can close with this. What's going to be the? Because I know you got the new single on the way already. You already got. Are you going to be looking to do like an EP or an album? What's going to yes, be the rollout? We, yeah, yeah, we will definitely be doing an EP. I mean, like I said, we got a catalog full of songs that's unreleased. So be on the lookout for that. And a bunch of big features bunch of big features yeah i, I want to see rampage and keep sweat that would be nice <laughs> that that would be dope you know yeah. what i'm saying like, that would be really dope that would be really dope maybe even stephanie mills you know yeah it could happen yeah. yes it will happen not it could manifest. it will Esther, you speak it it'll manifest yes yeah, exactly and they can follow you on instagram and twitter at boss lady one yes at boss lady one on instagram b-o-z-z not an s Exactly. You know what it is. Boss lady, thank you for coming on the show again. I thank appreciate it. Me. Of course. Anytime. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right. You too, sir. Thank all you. Right. Salute. Stay safe. You too.